Hi, I'm Artemis and you're listening to Coffee Stain, a podcast full of real people's stories, knowledge and much inspiration about and beyond coffee. Personal and business stories full of passion, persistence, creativity, goals and action. So get your coffee ready and join us. Welcome, George, to Coffee Stain. I'm very glad that you are here with us uh, today. And uh, I would like you to tell us some things about uh, yourself, your experience in the coffee industry, your current position, whatever you want. Tell us in order to uh, understand who is George. Hello, uh, I'm George Macropoulos. I work in coffee industry for 17 years. And the last four years, uh, I work for Nestle Professional Greece mm-hmm. as a coffee expert. Yeah. So my main responsibility is uh, to educate people, to educate our customers mainly, mm-hmm. and to, to train baristas and uh, coffee, coffee shop owners, of course. In Thank you. A very <laughs> interesting and... Uh, with many responsibilities position, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start our today's conversation with one, I believe, important question. What is specialty coffee that we hear so much the last year? Specialty coffee for me? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> specialty coffee yeah. uh, in terms of uh, green coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's widely known that uh, the term special coffee is based on the logic that uh, defects uh, should be absent as its primary state. And following the roasting process, it should score more than uh, 85 points on a certified capping evaluation form. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, to characterize a coffee as specialty, uh, a specialty one is a bit more complicated. I have tasted many cups of coffee in the past that were meant to be specialty in terms of green coffee, as I uh-huh. said before. However, the, the cup was so awful. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, I've tasted uh, coffees uh, with a lot of defects and more mm-hmm. often in, in Ethiopian coffees mm-hmm. okay, that, that were truly amazing. So what's the point about specialty coffee? Let's talk about specialty cups. The end cup result uh, derives from a chain of people and process and of course from the place where coffee grows okay. mm-hmm. the steps of this chain are the farming uh, the processing storage the transfer mm-hmm. roasting storage again and of course extraction <laughs> remember that uh, you cannot add quality to any next step if the primary product is a uh, low rent but uh, you can downgrade uh, the product you can yes. downgrade it mm-hmm. yeah and i can give you an example okay if you're not uh, using a proper roasting method or mm-hmm. if you don't have an ideal extraction maybe mm-hmm. so everything for me is in the cup if a coffee has uh, defects it should be not a uh, noticeable uh, at the cupping process if it mm-hmm. co- if it scores high Okay, above uh, uh, 83 or 84 is special for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, special coffee should be funky, should be interesting, fruity, sexy. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, not boring, uh, not uh, just only without defects. Can I ask something? It's more complicated than. Yes, it <laughs> is no complicated. Rules. 
Yeah. Yes, it's a big chain and uh, it is complicated. When you say defects, what do you mean by defects? Uh, defects mean to, to have uh, some problems, some uh, issues. Uh, the coffee bean. The, 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 the green coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the green coffee. Sometimes so, foreign materials, uh, broken beans, or. So uh, the main issue for the best coffee is the bean, <laughs> the green bean. Of course, yeah. the, the primary product. <laughs> yes, it all starts from there. Good, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. You, you, cannot, you, you cannot add quality at any next step. What was the world like before specialty coffee? What can you say about this? Before specialty coffee, before uh, the specialty coffee movement, or better to say the third wave of coffee for me. That uh, okay. has started at the mid-2000s. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, uh, there was the second. <laughs> so uh, it was all about enjoyment, uh, lifestyle, and culture. The Italian style of coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I like the term that coffee reflects uh, to who we are. I drink frappe, and this tells people something about my, pers- my personality. Mm-hmm. I drink espresso, and uh, this makes me feel that I am elegant and stylish. People mm-hmm. didn't care a lot about coffee, uh, about coffee quality before the third wave. Mm-hmm. But all the waves coexist with uh, no issues. When I go, uh, when I uh, wake up in the morning, okay, I drink coffee because it gives me a kickstart, a boost of energy for my day. Okay, that mirrors uh, the first wave, functional mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. Going out for coffee with friends, uh, drinking uh, probably Fred Espresso, is a clear action of the second wave. Here we have okay. the second wave. Okay. But when I insist for top quality coffee in my cup, means I experience the third one. That's the difference. Okay, that's it. Is very interesting approach. M- m- makes sense. Yeah. So that is very interesting information because every wave, the first, the second, the third has something to do with how we feel, what makes this, uh, what uh, coffee makes us feel. The first wave, as you said, it's merely uh, functional, functionality. Yep. The second second is about enjoyment and lifestyle. And lifestyle together. And the third wave is about appreciating. reflects our personality. Mm -hmm. That is very important. So, Mm When you see a person uh, drinking some kind of coffee, it reflects who he is or who she is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So be careful what we drink. (laughs) (laughs) So what is uh, different today with all the three waves in our lives? Nowadays, uh, people are looking forward to new experiences. Mm -hmm. They try to adjust and they try to adjust these experiences in their way of living. For example, uh, they like the way a barista prepares their beverage, probably using uh, new methods in their eyes, like a V60 or Gemex. It's a brand new experience for them, mm-hmm. which they really enjoy and admire, okay? while observing all the tiny details and actions of the preparations. And afterwards, they will try to stimulate this experience at home. We have mm-hmm. the craze of home baristas, you know, Yes, In addition is. to this, yes, yeah. it is a trend <laughs> nowadays. A, a big, yeah, a big trend. 
In addition to this, it's not a trend uh, people to have a preference uh, to sustainable products. Okay, they are looking for transparency at the production, uh, as they would like to know where their coffee uh, comes from. Comes from, yes. Mm-hmm. And also, this they, is... they, they do like traceability. Like mm. to, to know that uh, this coffee is from Ethiopia and uh, what's the difference. Uh, they like to know, they, to have the information about the altitude, about the farmer mm. many times. Yes, so okay. uh, I would say that that is one of the main reasons that uh, the new mm. coffee shops that open, they are real open. The bar is yeah. open. You can see the barista the, uh, producing the coffee. The, this demand... Mm-hmm. Uh, for sustainability, for uh, for uh, trustability, mm-hmm. uh, is fulfilled uh, yes. by the third wave of coffee. In my eyes, it's very important that the consumers are uh, trying to get educated and learn more about the coffee they drink. And uh, after all, uh, we are all connected mm-hmm. around the world with internet and so many information there yeah. to to gain and so many experience to gain. It is appreciated uh, from the customers, from the consumers uh, to, to have all this information. Mm. So uh, we, we can say that education is a very important factor. And although it's important, is it possible? And in what ways is it possible? But could we say that we demand from our customers to like, prefer and choose specialty coffee? To demand. Here's the trap for me. I, I don't think that uh, we should push our customers and consumers uh, to like what we think is better. Because what uh, does quality mean for the customer? Uh-huh. Means that, uh, is it taster? Is it healthier? No way. What do you think is better might be totally different to what I think is better. Mm-hmm. Judge I'm, very... not right and then, I'm not right. Huh? And then neither are you. Okay, mm-hmm. because there's no right. There's mm. no right in, in terms of taste. Yes, that is something that we must yeah. point out uh, because yeah. there's nothing right or wrong. There is no and right or wrong. Demand from our from from our customers to like to mm-hmm. like uh, specialty coffee. But we can educate them in order to to see this option because the first time you will taste a different coffee because you are used to some kind of coffee, the first time you will taste a different kind of coffee, it will seem and it will taste a little bit awkward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, okay. it's important to, to inform and educate our customers to mm-hmm. chat and uh, get to know them while explaining uh, the different types of coffee. To, to be more precise uh, where it's possible to, to explain the reason why this cup of coffee is different from another. Mm-hmm. This could, be, uh, of course, derive uh, from the place uh, where it comes from, you know, the, the terroir, okay? mm-hmm. from, from the process, uh, the roasting, etc. Not everyone is, uh, is ready to change because most of the times we choose to buy something, I think, okay, that's my opinion. Uh, most of the times we choose to buy something uh, that we have previously tasted mm-hmm. in case we demand more than we uh, uh, more than we explain, we will probably fail to convince our customers to break their habits and mm-hmm. to adapt the new ones. Yes, it's difficult to break a habit. Here, here, <laughs> yep, here's a trap. <laughs> yes, that that is a trap. So uh, mm-hmm. we have to introduce the new to... product and to inform the customer 
for the new product and to give him or her the option to taste it. And also, uh, I would say that it would be important to, to take uh, into serious consideration their feedback, to, to listen what they say about this new coffee. Yeah, but if they like it or if uh, they think that uh, it's uh, too acidic, <laughs> maybe. Yes, maybe. Okay. To, to, <laughs> to, to take the feedback, yeah. Yes, yes, it's important. It's more than important, yep. Yes. Nevertheless, sometimes we can see that the importance of serving the customers is left aside. We have seen this many times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mostly newbies, barista for me, uh, tend to focus more to the product and mm-hmm. not to the customer. Mm-hmm. And uh, this can obviously be considered as a huge mistake. I'm not sure uh, why this happens. Maybe because of the rush, uh, when working under pressure, because they don't really their job, really love their job. But I would say probably because they're I, young. I, and they haven't, they have not experienced <laughs> the first and second I don't, wave. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know, yeah. <laughs> but I, I strongly insist on effective customer service. According to my perception, there are two key rules for the baristas. It's mandatory to pay attention at their self-hygiene and mm-hmm. maintain a clean workspace. Secondly, to be kind and positive with their customers at all times. Okay, apart from preparing drinks, another primary role of the barista is to advise the customer as to their preferences and serve their needs accordingly. That is very important. Yeah, personally speaking, I don't mind if you serve me the best coffee, the best cup of coffee in the world. Mm -hmm. It is more important for me to say Calimera. Mm. So good morning. Yes. Yeah, following this, we can proceed to the cup. Yes, we we need a smile in our important. lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need the smile. Yeah, we need this. It's uh, it's Indeed. very important. Indeed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, if it goes hand by hand with a good quality coffee and a good cup, that that is the the the, it's best, yeah. <laughs> the best the best thing of all. <laughs> so, what uh, is the best approach towards our customers uh, in order to serve them to serve them? What is suitable for them, not the right for us, not the suitable for us, suitable for them. What can we do about a bar- it? A barista should understand the needs of their customers. Mm-hmm. Per- first of all, uh, the barista needs to justify if the man in front of the stick is uh, approachable enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. If they take this box to propose something different out of the usual, but not to judge, not to judge uh, their choice. Yes. As a barista, you have to find what I call uh, the touch point with mm-hmm. your customer and do never try to move them far away from their comfort zone to go to mm-hmm. the fear zone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> As an example, you can, you can try uh, to ask them about their generic preferences in terms of taste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you prefer chocolate with nuts or do you, do you, uh, or do you prefer chocolate with, uh, with citrus fruits, with dried fruits, okay, to understand mm-hmm. their their preferences in terms of taste. Yes. This could be an approach okay, out of the many, of course. Yes, these questions make it more simple in order to understand your customer. To understand, yeah. Yes, so uh, the important or fact maybe is... maybe about uh, their preferences in, in tea. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Do important like fact a, is a, to a, understand... Earl, Earl Grey tea or uh, probably Jasmine? 
I would like these questions in order to understand what coffee is better for me. <laughs> Don't ask uh, your customer, your the, the consumer, if uh, they like uh, what kind of coffee they like. Mm. So education is an important factor, but is it possible and in what ways? Education, okay, for both the barista and the customer, it's an important factor, okay, and it should never stop. Of course. Knowledge never stops. I, I believe, yeah. <laughs> Ongoing education. Yes. Okay. In, in order, but in order, a, a customer, okay, to be educated by the barista, they should have the knowledge to do so. Mm-hmm. So a good barista should have a deep understanding of the coffee process. Of the, of the chain. That we said previously, yes, of course. Yeah, to know and be able to communicate all the necessary information about about the coffees they serve. Also, I would like to point out that uh, here in Greece, we have a great baristi that have great knowledge and they are being educated all the time and uh, they take part in many competitions and they have many first and second indeed, places indeed, around the yeah. world. And great baristas here yes. in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to say thank you to all of these, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> But if we um, change our view and see at the coffee shop owners, what is their opinion in all this that we discussed? The shop owners are always looking to find the right people for their, for their coffee shops with uh, good with suburb uh, communication skills. They take mm-hmm. customer service highly into consideration. So that is very important. I, I, I really believe this. Yeah, that's the reason they try to hire experts mm-hmm. okay, and uh, highly educated baristas. Yes, you have um, connection if, with if, coffee if owners. If you have the knowledge, uh, you can uh, share this knowledge uh, with your customer. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it really is. important. It's important that it's uh, it's good that it happens. Having too many options of coffee might be difficult for them, for the coffee owners. So what would you suggest as a solution? Uh, first, I support the idea of providing uh, many and alternative options to the customers mm-hmm. because uh, not all the customers have the same approach uh, on taste. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, customers like to have many choices. Think as, as an example, the drink or the wine industries. industries. Uh, in the past, at the bars, uh, you had the options the option of one product per category. Nowadays, you have a number of options available. Mm-hmm. If I could uh, suggest something to the coffee shop owners, uh, this would be to have a standard blend, okay, maybe an option of uh, a single origin coffee, which uh, will change in a specific period of time. Mm-hmm. So it is possible to have two options for two options, people yeah. that like, that don't care much about what they drink, let's say, and the customers that they do care. Uh, common taste uh, yes. for, for the blend, mm-hmm. something funky. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do uh, worldwide known coffee brands like Nestlé that you work show their interest um, and their care towards the customers? And uh, is this uh, appreciated? So in Nestle Professional Greece, uh, we always try to make more possible for our customers. Uh, we approach them as partners rather mm-hmm. than uh, just suppliers. Our offering consists of products and services. 
I can say more specifically, uh, a variety of uh, qualitative coffees for all customers' needs is, pro is uh, produced in our factories and derives from strong coffee capabilities that exist in our teams. We also support our customers with uh, continuous education. That's very important. Talked about uh, education yeah, before. Every year, more than uh, 1,200 baristas are trained at uh, our official training campuses, which are certified also by SCA. Mm -hmm. Additionally, we believe in transparency to our production process. So our customers can, can be exposed to any information they might require. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is very Transpar important. Transparency for me is uh, <laughs> really, really important. Yes, because yeah. some people mm -hmm. would say that when we're talking about uh, big brands, that uh, transparency is not so easy. But they, they have secrets. <laughs> yes. More than this, after sales support and marketing activation, for example, uh, supporting them on social media mm -hmm. or some other examples. Uh, and uh, when you maintain an honest and supportive approach towards your partners, mm -hmm. okay, this is always being uh, recognized. And it is recognized from long-lasting uh, relationships. Yes, that is the proof of being recognized by so, your work. Recognized. <laughs> yes, it's appreciated. George, thank you very much for uh, today's uh, conversation. Uh, I would like to thank you for for it having was, me here <laughs> it was uh, really really nice and uh, i would like to say that uh, i have met george face to face one year ago and uh, yeah. we connected we met in barista camp and barista camp here, yes, here yes. in athens yeah yes yes Last year. <laughs> in, in athens yes and um, uh, it's uh, very important to be connected with people from uh, all the chain of industry, I would say, for me, it's very important for me. And this is the reason that you're here today. <laughs> it's really important to listen opinions and uh, options of uh, every part of this uh, coffee industry, which is huge and has so many information and uh, has so many challenges. George, I would like to uh, end this beautiful conversation today by telling that I, I loved this uh, sentence that you said, that there is no right or wrong in uh, our preferences in coffee. Uh, would you agree with this? Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I would like to thank you again for, mm -hmm. for having me. Yeah, because uh, there is no right in terms of taste, as we said. Mm -hmm. So let's taste whatever... Yep. We prefer let's be open to new tastes in order to see maybe there's something out there that we haven't uh, seen or have a taste yet thank you my kisses have a nice day bye bye and, uh, we will talk much. again bye bye <laughs> see you around bye bye